Listen carefully. I don't want you to blindly accept all the default expectations and norms that you have at work. No more just plugging into the system because that's the way everyone else does it. You have agency. You have a choice in how you show up. You don't need to just fit in and be like everyone else. Because when you do, you know how it ends, right? You feel this pain. You get overrun, taken advantage of. You feel burned out. You don't have space left for your life anymore, right? Instead, what I propose in this episode we'll talk about is creating your own rules of engagement. This is how you show up at corporate, at your nine to five, on your terms, not someone else's terms, but in a way that you define. It's a social contract with yourself that you implement in the work environment. And believe me, it benefits you, of course, and it benefits your team. When you're showing up as your best self, it benefits everyone. So in this episode, we'll cover my top five rules, rules that I've implemented and honed for myself over the years while in corporate and also for my coaching clients that we've been implementing. So I think you'll get a lot out of this. It's a very actionable, very tactical episode. Please enjoy. One little request, actually, before we get started, if you like what you hear today, I'd really appreciate it if you could go head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and just leave a quick review on the show. It means so much to me. It helps spread the word and it goes a long way. So thank you. Growing up, society taught you to follow the script by choosing a career path and climbing the ladder. But for many people, this promise falls flat. Work suffocates them and life becomes painful. Here, you're trapped in what I call the corporate cage. Fortunately, there's a way out. You can take control of your corporate job and unlock a life of freedom. I call this living uncaged. Hi, this is your host, Matt Doan. I'm a coach, creator, and entrepreneur. Uncaging people is my mission because it's been my exact life journey. This show provides you the stories, principles, and tactics to make it happen. Welcome to Uncage Yourself. So what I'm going to lay out now are my top five rules of engagement for how to show up at your nine to five in a corporate environment. So these have been proven. These have been tactics, techniques that really work to help buy back time energy, opportunity to live the life you want, to minimize the impact that corporate has on your life, to still get a lot of benefit out of it, but actually create space for the world that you want to live, the life that you want to build. So let's go through those top five rules right now. Rule of engagement number one is to know yourself. Realize first and foremost that you have this incredibly unique combination of skills, experiences, and interests. Please do not discount this. No one else has that same combination. A lot of people wave this off, but when you fail to realize what that is, you can't maximize it. You can't harness it. You can't bring it to bear in your work environment. You can't get rewarded for it. So you've got to understand what this is. Realize that when you're doing certain types of work, you can think about a certain project and activity uh, that really lit you up inside, where you felt alive, you were excited. Call this your zone of genius. This is the idea where you're operating in an area, in an activity that just lights you up and you know you're at your best. 
it's capitalizing on that unique combination of skills, interests, and experience. And when you're operating in your zone of genius, you're bringing your greatest value, right? It's to yourself, to your organization. Everyone benefits from that. When you're operating in your zone of mediocrity or purely a zone of competence, you're not doing anyone any favors. If someone else can take on those tasks, that's better. So do everything you can to know what your zone of genius is. And this takes real reflective work. I'll post some resources in this episode on how to do it, but you've got to do the reflective journaling, talking, consulting with people that have worked with you in the past to understand what is that set of activities that lights you up that you're amazing at because you have to feel good when you're doing it and you have to be great at it. That's what makes it your zone of genius. So understand first rule. Rule number one is know yourself. If you know yourself, that is the first rule. Then you can engage more wisely in the environment. Number two, after you have this knowledge of yourself, what you want to do in corporate is to shape your role. Now, some people say that's not possible, especially if I'm more mid-level. Why do I have the opportunity to shape my role? Well, look at it this way. Take executives, vice presidents, senior vice presidents, partners, right? These people, you know, they negotiate their role, their responsibility structure. So why don't you? Just because they're more senior, have a more empowered position, nonsense. If they do it, you can do it too. You just haven't tried. You haven't seen people around you try. Most people just underestimate their power in molding their role to align to their zone of genius. And that's what you want is to have your role be something that's primarily about you operating in your zone of genius. You're going to feel great. They're going to get a ton of value. Why wouldn't you want to mold your role that way? Hey there, one quick note. If you resonate with the content of this show, I'd love to go deeper with you to truly help you transform and uncage yourself. I help people through my uncaged coaching program. It helps you get control of your nine to five and create tangible forms of freedom in your life, time freedom, financial freedom, and more. You'll find a link for my coaching services over at matthewdone.com. Now, back to the episode. So next time, instead of just blindly accepting a job description and awaiting orders, get proactive with this. Communicate the self-awareness you have about yourself, your aims. Talk about your zone of genius. Not many people do this. Everyone just sits back and takes what's given to them. That's not how you get ahead. That's not how you thrive. That's not how you feel good. Instead, when you're in a new role, especially when you're joining a new company, which is the ideal time, shape your role. Talk about what you love doing, what your zone of genius is, where you can be of most value. People will appreciate that. Hiring managers, HR folks, executives that you're going to be working with, shape your role. That's number two. Third rule of engagement is to fixate on incentives and outcomes. So in corporate life, here's a rule that you've heard me talk about before, which is to extract the most utility for the least effort. You want to make sure that you're able to get the most compensation, skills, relationships, opportunities extracted for the least effort. You don't want to give more time and energy than you need to, but you want to ensure that you're conserving time and energy from work while getting the most bang for the buck there. Okay. 
And the way you get there is starting by looking at what gets rewarded. So look at your company culture, talk to people that are doing well, that you admire, people that get promoted, people that are preferably staffed on great projects, people that get the most recognition, and understand what is the signal amongst the noise? What are the things that actually mattered in their journey compared to all the nonsense out there? Think about all the tasks that you do, all the ways that you could spend your time. 80% of it is noise. It doesn't matter. It doesn't move the needle for yourself or the organization. But 20% of what you could spend your time on is about key outcomes. And if you focus on these key outcomes, you can start to deliver truly what matters. That's where you need to spend your time on is on key outcomes that will be good for your career and for your organization. And as you focus on these things, do so ruthlessly. Don't apologize for fixating on the few outcomes that matter most. Opt out of nonsensical meetings, delegate or just get rid of tasks that don't matter. Don't engage in the small talk. Don't go to the networking events. These things aren't critical unless you deem them to be. So understand those key outcomes and just fixate on those at all costs. That's how you extract the most utility for the least effort. Fourth rule is to control high energy zones. We each have finite windows each day. Maybe it's two to three hours where our brains and our energy levels are at their absolute best. We need to make sure that we're identifying and protecting those windows from external invasion. And what I mean is, if you have your calendar open to anyone in your organization and you let them overtake those protected windows, you're doing yourself and them a disservice. You need to protect those windows because they're your most valuable, where you can operate in your peak zones, where you can be your most creative, your most valuable. Those are windows where you do deep work. Sometimes that deep work is corporate work. Sometimes that deep work has to be personal work. You might be using that time to do critical reading or skill development. Maybe you're actually building a business on the side. Maybe you're writing a book. These things matter just as much or even more than that. So you have to do that prioritization for yourself. What am I going to do with my creative time? Maybe some days it's personal stuff. Some days it's corporate stuff, but I have to understand the difference there. Okay. Know your high energy zones, protect them ruthlessly because it matters greatly and you use them wisely on your most important tasks, personal or nine to five. So then we have our fifth rule of engagement. This is around establishing bright lines. You've heard all the time about establishing boundaries at work. In reality, though, most people suck at this. I've been terrible about this in my past. I'm sure you have as well. Establishing boundaries, just think it's weak. It's weak. Establish boundaries. You know what? You need to install something much sharper. What I'll call is establishing bright lines. You install these bright lines because they hurt if you cross them, right? You will not violate them. You will not let others violate them. You have to understand that when you sharp, you have to understand that when you draw these bright lines, you're actually setting up a contract with yourself and with other people. Sometimes you communicate these things to other people. Sometimes you don't. 
But you might say, for example, I'm going to log on here this time and I'm going to log off at this time. These are the types of tasks I will and won't do. Here's how I'm going to operate on vacation. You have to install these bright lines for yourself and for others so that you protect your finite time and energy so that you can make the most of your time inside and outside of work, right? You have to make sure that you are doing the work that matters most to you. Sometimes that's corporate. Sometimes it's personal. The goal, as we often talk about in being uncaged, is to build the life you dream of. We have to understand that corporate is a vehicle to doing that, but you have to put these rules of engagement in place so that you are actually making the time, space, doing the project work to create the life you want, to unlock time freedom, financial freedom, freedom of purpose, relationships, health. You need to build this. And if you let work overrun you, you're not going to be able to create that freedom. So in summary, we talked about these five rules of engagement. Know yourself, shape your role, fixate on incentives and outcomes, control high energy zones, and establish bright lines. You do these things, you gradually dial this up within your organization. You're going to do a lot of good. You're going to create a lot of space for yourself. And you know what? As I found out, and as my clients are always finding out, nothing bad happens. People see you as respecting yourself and having priorities and understanding your value. You're going to get more respect for that rather than just blindly submitting yourself to the organization and everything that's asked of you. Have a perspective. Show up. Know yourself. Be the best person you can be on your terms. It's going to take you a long way. All right, that's what I got for today. We'll chat soon. Hey, Matt here. Thanks for listening to Uncage Yourself. For show notes and more content like this, head over to uncageyourself.fm. And if you liked what you heard, I'd appreciate you leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time, be well, my friend.